Gangster vs. Wizard! <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today we are going to do... We're going to pick two characters that we like. Well, one each. Uh, and we're going to put them against each other on, like, what is it, five different things? I'm going to yes. rate them. I'm going to rate them out of five, and whoever gets the best score, i.e. my character all the time, because... Pff, I get the best dress character, the best character development, best quote characters. Oh, <laughs> um, we're not we're even gonna a see minute which one in. would win. Yeah, but we know that I'm gonna win this one. <laughs> so I'll let you introduce your character first. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So basically, this is a new series we're doing in the yes. podcast. Yes. Character versus. There you yes. go. Um, my character for this episode is Newt Scamander from the Fantastic Beast series. Yes. My character is from the Peaky Blinders series, the best, amazing, all-time great, chaotic energy character, Alfie Solomons. He is my favourite. <laughs> Shakira, for like, the last week, has become obsessed with this character. Yes. Like, well, no, I was always... It's because, like, when I first watched Peaky Blinders, my big favourite character was Tommy and Charlie. Mm. And then I sort of rewatched it and went, actually, I don't really like Tommy that much. Still like Charlie, but then Alfie Solomon's my favourite. Like, what he does throughout all the series is just hilarious. And he's got the best quotes in it. So, yeah, he, he my, rapidly became my favourite. It's like, it's, it's the equivalent of the 10 and 12 situation. Well, the 10th yeah. Doctor used to be my favourite, and then 12 came along and went, nah, uh, and kicked 10 out of the spot. How dare That's you. what Alfie did to Tommy. 10 will always be my favourite. Um, I picked Newt Scamander as, like, my favourite character for this episode because I love Newt. He's a fellow Hufflepuff, which if you've listened to our Potter Harry podcast, Potter. then you'll know I'm a Hufflepuff, so I stand. Um, he's very, like, gentle and kind-natured. Um, he doesn't have, like, that many important quotes, I feel. I think he has, like, two that are, like, kind of, um, important. And then one that is said about his personality. Um, Mm -hmm. but, like, I feel like he is developing as a character quite well throughout the film. So I have some issues with the films. But Newt himself, I think, is a good character. Yes. So, what category are we starting with? We've got quotes, we have character development, integrity to plot, style, and personality. Okay. We'll start off with... Style. Okay. We'll start off with style. Style is good. And for style, I actually need to go back to a a picture. For for Alfie, because it's his best style. Okay. So, you start off with new and I'll get my picture. Okay. So I really like Newt's um, outfit throughout both films. Mm-hmm. Um, it is outfit we're discussing, I'm guessing, when we reference yes, yeah. style. Yeah. Okay. I love the fact that he always wears his Hufflepuff scarf. Like, come on, legend. Um, I really like his blue coat, his blue trench coat. It's well, it's not a trench coat. It's like a duffel coat. Um, it looks really comfy and long, and like he can run easily in it, and it just flatters his skin tone. Um, he has a brown waistcoat as well, which I think goes nicely with his outfit. And I like his little bow tie, it's very sweet. His little bow 
tie. He has a little bow tie, and it's very cute. <laughs> okay. Well, here comes the proper like good style. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. What would you What would you rate Newt's style out of? Like, I would give it probably a four out of five. Bias, but I I wouldn't give it a four out of five because his waistcoat and his coat. I'm not keen on the colours. Oh, well. Because his waistcoat is sort of like this weird mustardy, sort of dirty yellow. It's a nice colour. Yeah, but it's. I don't like the tones. The tones of it is just. It just and something, something gets me about the tones. Right, so what are you giving out of five then? I, I'll give it. I'll give it 2.7. Wow. Because I like waistcoats. Okay. And I like long coat. But it's just, it's just the colour. If the tones and the colours had been tweaked, and I like his bow tie, but if they'd been tweaked just a little bit, I wouldn't mind. Okay. But, but they'd bog me. Alright. So, <laughs> so Alfie Solomon, set scene. He's a gangster. Uh-huh. Okay. Super big gangster. Uh, runs pretty much most of London, Camden even. Um, and his his style is very simple he, he most often more often than not he's always got a waistcoat on and he's got some sort of like white sort of dirty sort of white shirt mm-hmm. um because he obviously he runs a bakery in quotation marks because it's actually a rum distillery but posing as a bakery because his distillery is illegal and you get really frustrated about that because <laughs> there's no bread <laughs> I just like why lie? Like I know it's the cover. It's, it's legal business. I don't care. I just want bread. <laughs> Get but, that um, on a yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> so yeah. Alfie is um, well his 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 nationality, religious belief. He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always has a sort of dark waistcoat, and it changes in like different scenarios. So he'll either have two waistcoats on. Mm-hmm. Or he'll have this thick sort of, uh, sort of pipe quilted sort of waistcoat mm-hmm. that that looks really nice, um, which has like a, like a little bit of light threading, I'm pretty sure, in like the, the ridges of the the um, the, the quilt or the quilted bit, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he has this big old long thick black sort of winter coat and a top hat. Yeah. And that is his style. He has like rings on his fingers, and he has like his beard's quite trimmed. His hair's quite short. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? He's he's also he's got these really cool little glasses. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at them like, now. They're like the half sort of moon glasses that he keeps on this little chain, this yeah. beaded chain. And what makes me laugh about his glasses is that he like he him him he himself quoted to see be able to see the future through them he had them specially made and he could see the future which just goes with like his his weird personality but his style is very like dark elegant sort of roughish mm-hmm. as i as i'd put i'd put it like it's a bit of eloquence meet, met with like camden sort of rough tough tumble gangster yeah and it, it actually goes, like, sometimes he'll wear his apron, like, his, like, bakery a- apron. Mm-hmm. And he's got a cane sometimes as well, which is pretty cool, because he's got sciatica. Um, but yeah, I'd rate his style, um, 
I'd rate it maybe three. As much as I, I love the waistcoat. But that was a change of tune. Yeah, see, I'm not going to take bias because I love Alfie and his character. But I'm not going to take bias. But I genuinely doesn't... like Newt's outfit. Like, I'm not... I was going to give Alfie a four as well. Oh, okay, right. Change, <laughs> change my mind. 4.5. <laughs> 4. 4.5 because I just remembered he does have a, a pocket watch that he wears in his waistcoat. And that tipped it. But, um... <laughs> You're not making any sense right now. <laughs> Look, I am making as much sense as I can. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, but seriously, I'll give him like a three. Because okay. he's not the... Out of all the characters that I adore, he's not the best dress character. Like, yeah. And like his style can be a little bit patchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there is an episode in season four three i think it's three yeah um he does have this really nice sort of ironed white collared shirt which you only see him wear in that season um and he's not wearing two waistcoats he's wearing one waistcoat buttoned up big thick coat it's very nice Mm -hmm. very elegant very simplistic um and it comes with like this really iconic sort of run that he has at tommy um, but yeah, his char- he's, he's not the best dressed character, so I won't give him, like, higher than a three. But he okay. is a good character. Um, I'm still going to give him a four. Nice. Because I really like the rings he has on his finger. Like, I have a thing when, when people wear lots of rings on their fingers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just think it looks nice. Um, I don't know why, it's just cool. Um, I like his glasses. I like his, his like... Cool. Um, lapels and like the chains coming out of his pockets and mm-hmm. his pocket watch. Um, I'm not a fan of the whole double waistcoat. I think that's kind of stupid. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I think it's cool. Like I've never met a character that wears two waistcoats. I just think it's a bit like oh, I wear two waistcoats. Look at me, kind of thing. But like, um, I think well, overall... I really wanted to give him a four for the two waistcoats because I adore waistcoats. Like if you wear a waistcoat around me, you're instantly my favorite person. Like, you could be the nicest person in the world, and if you wear... And I'd hate you for being really nice, but if you wear a double waistcoat, or, like, a waistcoat at all, instantly my favourite. I do like a good waistcoat. Well, I'm going to give him a four. There you go. you give him a four. Nice. Uh, I probably should keep score. Yeah, I'm keeping score of what what I have. Uh, Where'd I put all my pads? Mimi took my pad. (laughs) Oh... Okay. The Alfie, the best character, versus Newt, the feeble character. Shut up! <laughs> I've actually put feeble on my paper on the board. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you can't pick Alfie as being. Uh, you can't be biased for Alfie because I said that Newt was feeble. What? Uh, so, well, I put three, you put four. Um, I gave him. I gave Newt a two point seven, didn't I? Yeah. Two point seven. You gave him a four. Uh huh. Okay. Next category. Um. So we have quotes, character development, integrity, plot, and personality. Okay. Um. We'll leave quotes to last. Okay. Uh. You, you, you picked the category this time. 
Let's do personality. Personality. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> right, who's okay. going first? Do you want me to go first and you get up first for the, the style? Yeah, sure. Summing up Alfie Solomons in a personality, honestly, he's like, if you needed to put him in in a asylum, you'd have to put like a cocktail of drugs in there. Like he has violent outbursts. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of schizophrenia in his brain. <laughs> like, but he's like, he's vile. No, he's not vile. He's violent, like obsessive. And, like, a sort of chaotic, like, his energy is just, like, he's there to screw things up, but in favour of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's like, he's funny, but he's intelligent and calculated. And that, like, in a nutshell, he is... <laughs> he's so unpredictable. Like, he's so unpredictable. Like, he can one minute be having, like, this jolly conversation... And the next thing, he's beating a man down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I adore. I adore characters who literally have some sort of, like, weird sort of... They can be really good, and the next thing, boom, you're down on the ground. And, like, he... Like, obviously, at the time, this period is set just after World War One. Yeah. So maybe a couple years after it. And um, obviously he's probably had some sort of weird like trauma from the war, which isn't weird, but I just said weird for some good reason. But um, <laughs> he's like, he's very, he's not loyal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, that should be something that I hate because I like loyalty. Yeah. But he's not quite loyal. Like he can betray people. Yeah. But he's doing it for his own rational reasons. Like he rationalizes things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know, he's he's the scary sort of London gangster Camden Town. Like he's gonna he's gonna beat people up. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is I am chaos right now. <laughs> I don't know why. No, like that that I think just summing him up quite well. To be honest, like I don't really know a lot about him. And but... you've seen like two videos. One of them was like a ten minute video. The other one was like yeah. just a quick. I mean, I haven't snap. watched Peaky Blinders, so no. I don't really know a lot about the show in general um but from what i gathered from alfie he he's an interesting man he's he's very interesting like he he will instantly be like oh yeah at one point he's like tommy's a very dear dear friend of him like he's talking to uh, an italian called luca <laughs> luca Changrelli or Tranquilla. um and he <laughs> he'll have this conversation and like it's it's a conversation about Luca trying to kill Tommy. Mm-hmm. And he needs... like Luca wants Alfie's help. Because yeah. Alfie is so close to sort of Tommy. Yeah. Even though they have stated before that given any circumstances, Tommy would kill Alfie if it was business or for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, like, Alfie sells Tommy out like a billion times each season has Alfie selling out Tommy. Uh-huh. Um like and like the first time it's sort of he's selling out Tommy because he he's getting peace with the Italians. Yeah. The second time it's because he just wants a Fabergé egg and money. <laughs> he just wants money. 
and then the third time is like because he just wants to really because <laughs> he valid. just wants to <laughs> no i get um, that well i don't get it but yeah it's it, yeah. it's not surprising from him but it's, it's, it's funny he has like some iconic lines his personality is all over the place but he's still really calculated yeah and that's what i like so i'd honestly i'd rate his character full on five like for personality okay because he's like he's just everywhere you can't hate him even though you want to hate him because he's not loyal but yeah. he's just doing things for his business he comes from a, a repressed people as he states he's like you're a bit like me to tommy you're repressed and it's like okay alfie don't think they're the same but sure mm-hmm. but he's like no one messes with alfie yeah he runs it all which is great <laughs> so that's why uh, his personality is just all over the place and that's why he's got five because it beats newt's commander's personality you're being really mean to newt and i'm getting kind of offended on his behalf <laughs> like i genuinely am i'm being, Look, this, I'm being nice to this is a i'm versus... just like newt sucks and i'm just like well you know <laughs> let's be diplomatic here okay right i'll be less i'll be less a-holy to you, You'd be like, oh, shut up, if I was like, yeah, Alfie sucks. I'd be like, yeah, he does, but he's still really better than Newt. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about Alfie. Um, from what I do know about him, he seems funny, but I I don't know, loyalty for me, being a Hufflepuff, and just being who I am in general, loyalty is a very big thing for me. Um, and if you aren't loyal then I don't really gel with that. Like, he's sort of, he's only loyal to his people, really. Like, I get that, but if you aren't loyal, like, I know in the show, like, he's obviously, um, you know, a businessman and, like, he is kind of out for himself and, Mm -hmm. and that whole dynamic and stuff and I respect that. But, um, I, for me, like, loyalty is such a big part of, like, I don't know, like, if you aren't loyal, then I just don't gel with it that well. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's just a thing with me. Like, I really love loyal characters. Like, that's why I love John Watson so much. And that's why I love Crowley so much. Because, like, both of them are so kind of loyal to a fault. Like, so is Sherlock and Aziraphale. But I feel like Crowley and um, John Watson are just very, very loyal people. All the characters I love, actually, are very, very loyal people. Mine aren't necessarily loyal. No, yours aren't really that loyal in a lot of ways. They're, I mean, the characters, there are a few. The characters you love are more kind of loyal to their own cause. And yeah. like, like the... So like Flynn, for example, is loyal to his cause of getting his family back. And he's loyal to his family. But he's yeah. not loyal to anyone else. Yeah, my characters are like very loyal to their own people. Yeah. Whereas like, I think mine are kind of more loyal loyal to humanity to, to people cold. in general um yeah. so i think i would give alfie probably a 3.5 jesus sure well i'd give him a four <laughs> but like i i i think 3.5 is generous considering i don't know him that well oh okay yeah i'll let you i'll let i'll let that slide um I'll i still think slide. he's a funny character i don't really he's like hilarious. how he lies about working in a bakery because i want bread 
but it's an it's an illegal business in London. I don't want bread. And like he doesn't own the cops. Like he hates policemen. I so I don't care. I want bread. Um, you you go. Uh, you can't get bread. You're in isolation. <laughs> Cheers, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I got sore throat. And I do have bread. I bought some. But um. Oh man. Uh yeah no uh yeah I gave him a three point five. Three point five. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Go on, do your noop. Okay. So, noop. I very much like Newt's personality, um, but I do have some issues with it as well. Um, Newt is a very gentle and kind person, and like I was just saying, he's loyal to a fault. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole him and Lita dynamic, um, he's so loyal to Lita, um, even after, like, their friendship has ended. Um, and it's kind of sad in a way because, like, um, that, like, being loyal to people is really good. But then there's being too loyal to people. And I feel like, um, and this is going to come in with his character development later, mm-hmm. I feel like new a big character flaw of his is, is that he's loyal, which is amazing, but he's loyal too much. Like, he's loyal to a fault. And, um... I think it's hard for him to realise, oh wait, this person isn't actually like, a good person for me to be around um, and I really should stop kind of obsessing over them and remaining their friend or remaining loyal to this person because they aren't what I thought they were. Like, he has a very big habit of seeing the best in everyone. Um, mm-hmm. As Lita says in the second film, Crimes of Grindelwald, there isn't a monster Newt hasn't encountered, either like that be a person or a natural creature that he hasn't loved um because he just has a very big heart i think and he tries mm-hmm. to love everyone as much as he can um he's just too kind yes but like i think i resonate and relate to that because like mm-hmm. for a lot of like let's get this is getting deep a lot of my own life i feel like i've done a similar thing to him um mm-hmm. and i don't know like i love him so much and um I really think his loyalty and his kindness are the biggest parts of his personality and I think it's something a lot of people love about him. But at the same time, I think um, he needs to kind of learn to stand up for himself and stand for like his own principles and not just kind of follow the crowd and I think he is gradually learning to. Um, But I don't think he's quite there yet and probably won't be there for like more into the um, film series. Yeah. So, like, for that reason, I think I'm going to give him a four out of five. Because, like, I don't think he... His personality has fully been developed yet. Um, Yeah. So I kind of want to see where they go with that, with him. But, yeah, so I'm giving him a four out of five. I would give him a three. I'd give him a three for the sole reason, and I did want to go lower, but I've been nice. For the sole reason that he's just too kind. And more often than not, kind people get walked all over. Yeah. Whereas, like, Alfie is not kind. He doesn't get walked all over. He's the leader of, like, an established gangster, like, gang. He doesn't get walked over. But, like, he obviously he's not loyal. Yeah. Newt is loyal, and I like loyalty. But he's loyal to, like, maybe sometimes the wrong people. Yeah. And it's sort of like it comes away, and 
it, because he's so kind, he doesn't, and, and like you said, he sees the nice, the good in people. Because of that, it's, it's sort of like, well, nine times out of ten, that's going to get you hurt. Yeah. And it gets people hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they've put it, it's like, not only, what is it, who's the baker guy called? Like, Jacob? Jacob. Jacob got hurt a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, Jacob is also a very loyal character. And, yeah, um, Jacob's very loyal. He might even be, uh, I don't know, he might be more loyal than Newt in some ways, you could argue. Um, obviously Definitely. what happens with him and Queen is is not good. No. Um, no. Yeah, I would agree though. I, I think, like, I really love how Newt, how his personality is. I just think we haven't seen all sides of his personality yet. Like, there are five films in this series and we've only seen two of them. So I don't know how far they're going to go into his personality in the other films. I hope they explore more aspects of his character rather than having him as this kind of one-dimensional character right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. And I respect your score. Thanks. I did want a 2.6 or something, but... Pff. You know, I was being kind. <laughs> Thanks. I so appreciate it. <laughs> Um, okay. okay, so we have character development, integrity to plot, and quotes left. Integrity to plot. Let's okay. do that. Well, who's going first? You. Okay. <laughs> um, are we just arguing, like, the importance they have to their plot? Yeah. Basically. Okay. Well, Newt is the central character in Fantastic Beasts and Crimes of Grindelwald. And I'm guessing throughout the rest of the series as well, he is like the main character. Um, yeah. We follow his his life and um, his like battle to kind of get magical creatures um, more respected in the wizarding community. Um, he is very important to the plot. Like, if you didn't have Newt, you wouldn't have the films. Like, yeah. unless they were literally just about. Grindelwald, Grindelwald and Dumbledore um and the whole wizarding war there which yeah. Newt is obviously involved in but like if the if the films weren't about Newt then like I don't think we would have the films in the first place because they mm. are more so about him and his creatures and they are about the the war I think like more in that the second film obviously is more about the war um yeah but the first film, for definite, is more about his, new his creatures. Yeah. yeah, and his creatures. Um, and so, the war just happened to be there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the war, right now at least, but I feel like obviously it's going to get bigger throughout the series. Is kind of like yeah. a background thing that's happening. Um, and Newt is like Newt's story is more central currently. Um, I think like. Yeah, I think he's very important to the plot. I think um, he keeps the film going in nice ways. Um, yeah. And keeps it maybe not as dark as it might have been without his kind of creatures because, like, he's always kind of um, bringing in, like, a light-hearted moment when one of his creatures escapes from his case or, yeah. like, when the Zulu um, gets out of the case, um, the big, like, um, Chinese tiger cat oh, yeah. um, in the second film and, like, you know, 
I don't know. I just think um, him and his creatures are very... They're very important to the film's overall dyna- dynamic. Like, after all, it's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Like, it is yeah. literally about him and his beasts. So, yeah, that's my hot take. Um, I would give him a, a four out of five, I think, for integrity Ooh. to plot. Because even though, like, he is the main character and the story is about him, there is the war going on in the background. So, like, yeah. even though it is... M- like a majority of the time about him it isn't completely about him and obviously like you follow queenie and and tina and jacob's lives as well yeah i i agree with that yeah um yeah i'd give him a four too because like the war is very like it's now more prominent in fantastic beasts yes than his creatures like his creatures are there just to be sort of some sort of anecdote yeah. So it's not so, not quite dark because after all it's still very much like I don't know. It's still very child friendly. Yes. In certain aspects. So like the the creatures being there, if Newt wasn't there now, it would still be like it wouldn't be Fantastic Beasts, it'd just be like the war of the Wizarding World. Yeah, no, I agree. But um and obviously Newt would just be a character in it. But um yeah, so four four out of five is what I'd say, to be honest. Alfie. <laughs> yes. Alfie is not at all... Well, he's not super relevant to the plot of Peaky mm-hmm. Blinders. Like, he generally... His, his sole purpose is just to help. He is there as, like, the secondary character, secondary, like, person to, like, use... Really, because mm-hmm. the whole Peaky Blinders follows Tommy Shelby and his gang, the Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Um, and they as as they broaden into their business, um, they obviously they go to get help from from uh, Alfie against Darby Sabini, an Italian who owns all the other part of London. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's Alfie. Tommy needs Alfie's help for, with the Russians and jewelry and the Russians and the in season three, I think it is or two. Um, in season four, Alfie's just there to organise a boxing match <laughs> right. with Goliath, um, who's his boxer. He's not super integral to the plot. plot. Like, he's sort of like, it's his secondary character. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't there, the plot would still go on. Yeah. But he does have his points where he is important. So with the whole Darby Sabini sort of situation in the in season well two to three. Yeah. Um, it's he's integral because he is he's the other part of London. He's he, the only way that the Peaky Blinders can get to Sabini is with the help of the Jews mm-hmm. um, against the Italians. And obviously at that time the the Italians and the Jews weren't in a truce. And then they sort of have this truce, and then they uh, end up going after Tommy, and it's sort yeah. of like a a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah. So he's not super integral, like, he has his moments where he's, like, he's important, so I'd give him, like, a four. Okay. Yeah, I'd give him a four because, like, he's not super important, but without him, some of the plot wouldn't make sense. Like, he he is, like, he's the minor secondary character. It's like Mycroft Holmes in Sherlock. If he wasn't there, sometimes the plot wouldn't make sense. But, um... And he's very comedic, so he does sort of drive some some scenarios. 
Especially with his lines. Okay. So, yeah. Four. Four out of five would be for me. Okay. Um, you don't know much about the plot. <laughs> no, but from, like, what you've kind of surmised, um, yeah. I wouldn't say he's, like, crazy integral to the plot then. Yeah. Um. So, for me, I think I'm going to give him a 3.5. Um, like, obviously, I haven't seen the show properly, so I can't, like, make a clear judgment, but, like, yeah. from what I saw, from what, like, you showed me about him, and, um, he, like, from what I know now about his plot points... He seems like the kind of character that um, has like a subplot going on within the main narrative, um, and like that subplot doesn't necessarily have to be there, mm-hmm. but it is. So like the show could probably still function without his character and without his subplot at times. Yeah. Not all the time though, but like for a majority of the time, he may not be like an integral part to the plot. So like Tommy mm-hmm. and the Peaky Blinders, their storyline could probably like when obviously um Alfie isn't in the plot like majorly could go on without his um character if yeah. I'm making sense so like, I think for that reason I'm gonna give him a 3.5 out of 5 yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense and Mike's saying it's okay character development oh this is a good one this is a very good one because what you see with Alfie is what you get. Yeah. Um, and his character, though it has some minor developments. Yes. So uh, towards the end of season four and obviously season five, where you find out that, and this is a spoiler by the way, for those that haven't seen Peaky Blinders. What season five? Um. Or just in general. In general, in okay. general, because this is going to be what happens to to Alfie and Tommy's relationship. So obviously. Tommy and Alfie have a rocky relationship. They're friends. Yeah. They're business friends, sort of like business acquaintances. But in at the end of season four, Tommy shoots Alfie. He shoots Alfie in the face because Alfie betrayed Tommy. And Tommy was like, if you do it again, be it personal, be it business related, he will shoot Alfie. And they both shoot each other. Uh, and we all think that Alfie's dead. We later then come to realise in season five that Alfie did not die, he was resurrected, as he likes to put it. He was he was he was alive at the end. Because he got shot in the cheek. So not quite enough to kill him, but um no. he did wake up at Margate and he went, Oh, this is hell. <laughs> sure looks like a lot like Margate. It's one of his uh, quotes from season five. Um, minus the swearing. <laughs> but so his his character development, like it progresses. Yeah. Um, to like he's not so towards the end of season four season five he's not so self-centered mm-hmm. he's not so like like he is still himself but he's not so the business because at, at the end of season four he's sort of retired from gangster life yeah that's why he's moved to Margate um, and then he's sort of like given up because he is also cancer ridden mm-hmm. so he ends up with cancer at the end of season four sad times for Alfie major um, spoiler if you haven't seen it yeah, we already said spoiler. But I know. Even more spoiler. More <laughs> so spoiler. he's sort of like losing his edge because he's he's ill. Yeah. So I think he sort of started to come around to the fact that he is embracing of the bad deeds he has done. Mm-hmm. So if he were to die by Tommy, it would make sense and he wouldn't really mind. Yeah. But then he sort of comes back and he's the same Solomon's. 
Um, he's like he's still really funny, but he's sort of still retired. Yeah. And t- in, in season five, Tommy needs his help to 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 kill a guy in Parliament. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh look, a boat, because he watches boats now <laughs> in Margate. He lives in his nice little uh, big old thing. So his his character development is that he mellows out. Okay. He sort of mellows out because you see him as like this violent outburst guy in in the first or well, the second season even, and then throughout the seasons he sort of mellows out into like this this zen person, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where I think his character development is and where it would continue to go. Okay. Um, be it that he doesn't die of cancer first. Yeah. I kind of hope they don't kill him off because he's my favorite, and I have a bad thing where my favorites always die. It's yeah. like this weird curse that is on me. You do yeah, have the... bad luck with it, actually, now I, now I really think about it. Yeah, I do. All my favourite characters die. It's like the world is testing I whether I... I don't think any of my favourite characters die. I, no, honestly, <clears throat> I don't... That's kind of weird. I don't think they do. Um, I'm sure there's a favourite character of yours that will die at some point. Oh, uh, Lily and James from Harry Potter... You can't like James! He's an a-hole! We had this argument before, okay. <laughs> Fine. I sure. love them, and I will so, always love them. Alfie's character development, I'd like to give a five, because he doesn't mellow out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him a five. Okay. I'm going to, like, from what you have described, um... Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a four mm-hmm. and being nice. Um, <laughs> well, you don't want to give him anything. No, no. I, I, I was going to give him a 3.5, but I thought, no, okay, I'll give him a four. Um, I think something I really like about characters is when, mm-hmm. like, they kind of... Like, so something I'm really liking about Flynn right now from Timeless Um if you haven't listened to our Timeless podcast, go listen to go that. Go watch please. it. It's called Written Me Out of This Timeline, please. Um, we discuss Flynn's character a lot. Um, Flynn, I am enjoying a lot more in season two because yeah. I feel like he's kind of owning up to his actions from season yeah. one. And um, I'm kind of getting from what you're describing the same vibes from Alfie where he, he kind of, he's realised, oh, I've done a lot of, you know, shady stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe this wasn't the best way to handle a situation. And make, maybe he feels bad for it, but he hasn't necessarily apologised for it. So, like, yeah. something I really like is when characters kind of realise, okay... It's like Zuko from um, Avatar, who, like, I love. He's yeah. such a bad person in the beginning of the series. And then, like, by the end of the series, he's done a complete, like, 360 and is, like, an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, characters realising, like, they've done, like, terrible things... And kind of admitting they've done it is something I really enjoy. Um, so I think just for that, and the fact that his character seems, as you said, to mellow out, I'd probably give him a four out of five. Nice. Go ahead with Newt. Tell me his character development. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about Newt um, and his character development. Like we start off with Fantastic Beast. Newt is so awkward and shy. And again, he's loyal to a fault, but he's so, so awkward and shy because, um, well, my, like, I think Lita, who was his friend in school, for those of you who don't know, but, like, I assume you do, um, 
they obviously their friendship ended on a really bad note and now she is dating his brother so i think he feels like very um heartbroken and adrift from like everyone because lita was like his best friend like his only friend apart from Mm -hmm. his creatures and like the only one who kind of understood him so in the beginning of the film and throughout you can tell newt is kind of pushing any potential friendship so like from jacob from tina from queenie away um and he's very cautious with his heart and who like he opens up to because he's scared basically that people are going to come into his life and judge him for like his love of creatures and just for who he is in general because he's had it his whole life um but something i really love about newt is towards the end of the film with tina like when he's about to go into battle against um, Graves, um, obviously not knowing it is Grindelwald in disguise when he's about to go after Credence, he like literally gives Tina his his um, case full of creatures and it's like, if I don't come back, I'm leaving you my creatures and you have to look after them. Like, from considering he started the film trusting no one, like, mm-hmm. properly, to like, trusting Tina so much that he would give her a case full of his creatures like his most prized possessions i think is a very big shift in his character um and then obviously by the end of the film he says to jacob like jacob you know before jacob gets um obliviated um Mm. he says like you were my friend and i'm so happy like you are my friend and you'll always be my friend which i think is another big step for him and his character um Here's my issue with the second film. I feel like his character kind of... Well, him and Tina and their relationship kind of take a step back from... So they kind of go back to square one after all the build-up of the first film. Mm-hmm. So I think his personality kind of takes a step back as well, where he kind of reverts back to the person he was at the beginning of the first film. Um, and then again, like, he becomes slowly more assertive throughout the second film um, and more brave and defiant, but still loyal. Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, he does have very good character development, but I don't think it has been fully fleshed out yet. Yeah. Because he kind of went back to stage one during the second film. Yeah. So, I would probably give it maybe a four out of five, um, because I don't think it's fully there yet, though I'm interested to see where it's currently going. I have been mean I gave him a two oh, I gave wow. him a two for for the sole purpose is that the only character development I've seen is his trust okay. and then obviously you said it takes a back seat yeah. and it's sort of like he reverts if they'd kept the character development rolling and rather than taking it back a step yeah, I would have given him higher but because they do take it back a step it's like they're second guessing their character development I think, like, um... And then, like... Okay, actually, I'm gonna give him a 3.5 now. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I do agree with you in the sense that I think... J.K. kind of messed up in the sense that she did kind of put him back to square one with his character development. And I remember a lot of people at the time were kind of angry about it. Yeah. Um, which is fair, because I feel like he, he came a long way in the first film, and then to kind of go back to step square one in the second film was a bit like, well... What was the point? Yeah. Like, if they'd kept his character development and improved it to the point where it was, like, 
he can because even in the second film it's not like he he's fully not like he's fully forgiven himself over the Lita thing or anything or her no even she's still he's there this, yeah whilst he's in this relationship with uh Tina yeah he's taken that he's taken that thing where he's gone back into his mind about this later thing I know it's gonna be hard because it's obviously he's grown up with this girl that he's madly like idolizing and stuff yeah but then he's also started to move on and then they've taken it back to being like well he moved on but he still very evidently cannot get over this one girl I think it is partly that but I think it's also just new in himself like I I, I think like they just had like the whole like plot point with um like Tina thinking Newt is engaged to Lita in the second film when when he's yeah. not like I don't think it was necessary to have and I just think like they just made their whole relationship shift backwards and it was kind of like what was the point like they were on a good path and yeah. now they're back to square one and now we're starting all over again mm-hmm. and it just kind of felt a bit like well that was a bit pointless um and it kind of shifted Tina's character development back as well yeah. Because she was opening up just like him and, and beginning to trust again because she's been hurt too. And yeah, so uh, yeah, 3.5, I think, for sure. Nice. Nice. Um, so quotes. Quotes. Quote. Alfie Solomon's by far. Wait, is it you or me? I can't remember. You can go first, fine. Okay. Well, Alfie's got more quotes, so actually, you, you go first with Newt. No, no. Okay. Um, so one of the quotes I have about Newt isn't said by him, it's said about him, but I think it was very applicable to his character, and then the rest are said by him. Mm -hmm. So the first quote is, um, by Dumbledore in Crimes of Grindelwald, and he says, um, to Newt, you don't seek power or popularity, you simply ask, is the thing right in itself? If it is, then I must do it, no matter the cost. He says that about Newt, and I think it's very applicable to his character, Mm -hmm. um, because he does, like... If he thinks something is right, then he'll do it, no matter what the cost is. The second quote like that Newt is now saying um, is, my philosophy is that worrying means you suffer twice. Which, like, when he said that, I was like, this is so... Tumblr pose. Tumblr. It is a very Tumblr pose, but, like, it also, I think, is true. Um, because, yeah, worrying means you do suffer twice about something. Yeah. Um, so I really like that quote. Um, the third quote is newt discussing his animals when they've all escaped from his case and he says um see they're currently in alien terrain surrounded by millions of the most vicious creatures on the planet humans um which i was sat there like deep it is deep but it's true isn't it like we are more vicious to this planet and to the creatures of this planet than anything else like we as humans damage this planet so much um, and we aren't great people. <laughs> like, if we're getting down to it. So I don't know, that one really resonated with me. Um, and I thought it said a lot about his character. Um, and then the last one is from Crimes of Grindelwald. And it's about Tina. And I just think it's such a sweet line. And, like, I love it. Um, he describes her eyes and he says she has eyes just like a salamander. And, like, it isn't. it doesn't sound romantic, but, like, from <laughs> him it is. And I just, yeah, I like it. Um, I would rate his quotes four out of five. Okay. Four out of five. Yeah, huh? Nice. I gave him a 2.3 because he hasn't got very many 
quotes that I remember. He doesn't have, like, I think this is the issue. He doesn't have, like, any really, really powerful quotes. Like, the my philosophy one is, and the um, humans one is. Yeah. The Salamander one is to me because I, I like Newton Tina as a couple. Um, but, like, I don't think he has any, like, oh my god moments, if that makes sense. Yeah, he's sort of, like, if they gave him a few more decent lines. I'm hoping they will in the next few films. Yeah. So you, you, was it 2.5 out of 5? 2.3. 2.3, okay. Yeah. Right, you go then. Okay, so Alfie Solomon. First I will set the scene with this first quote. Um, okay, so you're in, like, picture this. You've seen this scene, but uh, you're in a distillery. You're part of the Peaky Blinders. You have been hired by Alfie as a baker. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and one of the idiots to your right has decided to make a joke about the fact there is no bread in the bakery. Yeah. And your boss, Tommy Shelby, has, like, coughed, um, and suddenly springing to action is Alfie Solomons. (laughs) Alfie Solomons, who stood in the background, walks forwards... Deadly serious. Mm-hmm. Looks at the guy. Makes a, a grunt. Yes. Looks at the guy to his left. Then looks down, nods, and just straight up smacks the guy in the nose on the left. Not the guy who's made the the quote or not who's made the joke even, but the guy to his left. And then Alfie's like, and this is one of the most iconic lines for Alfie that I remember vividly. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of his first, like, proper, stupidly weird lines. Because <laughs> um, it's sort of, like, it's unwarranted. It's not stupidly weird, actually. It's, it's such a cool line. Um, he just turns around and he's like, he'll he'll wake up, granted he won't have any teeth left, but he will be a wiser man for it. And then he sort of turns to the guy who's made the joke and he's like, and when he does wake up, all he'll remember is your funny little joke. And then he starts going on to the bakery rules. And, like... At that point, you're like, you know that Alfie has a screw loose somewhere? Because mm-hmm. at the end of it, he's just like, right, forgive me, I interrupted. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, chill out. Chill out. And then, like, um, the the next one, and the, all of his, all of his um, quotes are very, like, they're done with a hint of comedy. Yeah. Where they're, where they're serious, like, there's one super serious ranting quote where him and Tommy have had this disagreement, and Tommy is like, they've got my son, and he's like, yeah, I know, but, um, oh, I was remembering this quote earlier, <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, I know, but something as I am, he didn't really care, he was like, he doesn't really care. And he's making he's put this front because obviously he didn't actually know about Tommy's son being taken and kidnapped when he sold Tommy out. Um, but then he goes on this like run where Tommy's got this gun against his head, and he's like, "If you pull that trigger right, you pull that trigger for an effing honourable reason, and I will censor it like an honourable man, not like some effing civilian that does not understand the wicked ways of our world, mate." And I'm like, Jesus. He, he goes on a proper rant as well. Mm. Like, he's just shouting. He's telling them. He's like, this isn't how it goes. Um, 
but like it sort of it gives you an insight every time every one of Alfie's quotes gives you an insight of what this man is like. Mm-hmm. Like um, he goes into a gin distillery of Tommy's, and there is a starling that sort of flies over. And he's like, oh dear Tommy, you've got effing starlings, mate. You know that, 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 that'll rot your pipe work. And then he, like, pulls out his loaded gun and starts shooting, like, he starts, like, pointing at the starlings. And Tommy's like, I've got Kestrel. Um, and then, um, he turns around to, to Tommy and he's like, I hear that you've got Italians, mate. you got Kestrel for them and all. And I'm just like, this guy has, like, these funny one-liners Mm-hmm. Here and there, which add to like the charisma of his character. Uh-huh. And like Tom Hardy, who plays Alfie Solomon's, does it really well. Yeah. And he does it with like that ease, which like he'll deliver a line and you're like, powerful. And you know me, I like the powerful lines. Yeah. <laughs> he does it, it's, it's really funny. In season five, like he has he has a line where he's just like, oh, look, a ship. And he just brings a binocular up to his one working eye. <laughs> I just, I just think his quotes are like hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're sort of, they're done with a touch of comedy. They're, they're there to be like, this guy can be serious, but he can also be comedic. And he has so many of them, mm-hmm. like, no matter what. And you, you, whenever someone's like Alfie Solomon, you always have a quote for him. Like, just whatever you do. Like if you've watched *Peaky Blinders*, got a quote, because it's it's a show full of really good writing, mm-hmm. really good dialogue, really good acting. So for for Alphavi, yeah, I'd give him a five because his quotes are amazing. Cool, that's fair. <laughs> um, from what you've quoted, I'm gonna give him a three point five. Um. I think, like, it's like you said, I think he has very comedic one-liners and, like, little yeah. monologues, um, which I appreciate because, like, humour is good. Um, yeah. And, like, I know you said, like, the one-liners, like, the very dramatic lines for you, like, are very important to you. They're important to me, too, but from, like, what you've said, it doesn't seem like he has, like, that many kind of, um, like, I don't know, like, I like kind of all-encompassing quotes, if that makes sense. Like, where you're like, oh my god, like, you know when you stop? It's like when, um, with Aziraphale's, um, you go too fast for me, Crowley. Like, lines yeah. like that, they kill me every damn time. Like, those kind of one-liners where you're like, oh my god, okay. And, um, like, from what, like, you've said, I don't get that from him. I get more of a common comedic vibe from him. He does have, like, a, um... There's a there's like a conversation that he has with Tommy before the boxing match in season four, which has like a powerful thing because they're talking about this fight, and he's obviously talking about his glasses because mm-hmm. at this point he knows that Tommy needs glasses, and he's saying that these glasses they can show show you the future you should get yourself a pair of these, and then Tommy's like, well stay and watch the fight, Alfie, because like the whole thing about Alfie is that he knows already the information that is going to get passed to him uh-huh. so no no matter what you do it's not a surprise to Alfie because he knows it he does then just turn around and he goes no you're alright I already know who wins don't I and at that point he knows that Tommy wins all like right. he knows that Tommy will get to him as well and it's just like 
he has some like the one bits where it's like he well his yeah his his, his, his like his stop like breathtaking sort of stop moments for his lines are very few and far between. Uh huh. Um, and like they're not like super prominent, so I agree with you there. Like mm-hmm. his like his, some of his quotes aren't like wow, but he does have them, mm-hmm. and they're very like small. In comparison to like obviously zero fails like you go too fast for me yeah so that's sort of built up sort of oh, this oh, is yes. a friendship yeah it's super built up to that point whereas like Alfie you sort of see every so often mm-hmm. but yeah I agree three point five I just wanted to tell you that he does have that one little line no that's fair sort of like he's resigned to the fact that he knows it yeah no I I think that is a good line um that is a good quote um. I think, yeah, just, you know what I'm like, what, when I have, like, that, that kind of, like, that one line that someone says, and it's like, oh my god, you just said that, and it's just like, whoa, oh and everything god. just stops, and it's like, well, okay, we're at this point, um, yeah, like, from what you've said, like, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like the kind of character, because he, he's, he pops in and out kind of so often, yeah. who gets that moment very often, it seems more like Tommy has moments like that, yeah. obviously because Tommy has all the moments like that. Yeah, well, he's the main character, so it would make yeah. sense that he would have more lines like that. But yeah, no. Cool. He does also call himself the Wandering Jew at one point. He, like, he tells um, Tommy's servants to introduce him to Tommy as the Wandering Jew, because that's how he introduces himself to the servants. And you're like, what? This is going to be an Alfie Solomon scene? He's certainly a character, isn't he? He is definitely a character. He, like, apologises for um, framing Arthur Shelby for murder in, like, the most non-apologetic way. That doesn't surprise me. It's so funny. Well, I have tallied up the scores. Yeah. Our first ever versus, and unironically, we knew who was going to win. Was Alfie? Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> With surprised. Forty point five out of the possible what fifty? Yeah. And Newt with the thirty-three point five. Yeah. At fifty. So Alfie Solomon's winner of the first ever versus, the best character. I was expecting him to win though because love you, but you're very biased. <laughs> Like, no, I was at least I was biased. kind. No, hold on, I wasn't super biased. Like, I like Newt, but he's not a very, like, I think character. I think the thing with Newt is he needs more development. Yeah, I think... he's not a well-thought-out character. He's just sort of, like, he has his bits. It's like someone put a bunch of thoughts together but didn't link them in a thorough I, way. I don't, I don't think it's that. I just think, like... The, they focus more on the plot and the plot has kind yeah. of fallen apart in the films and the characters have kind of taken a backseat in the second film so I think they need to kind of sort that out when they start production again because um, yeah. they yeah they, I just think that they've got lost in the whole narrative rather than yeah. the characters definitely but no yeah that's fair congratulations <laughs> My characters will always win. No, you can't say that though, because that that it does make you biased. 
Why? Because I picked really good characters. No, because you're just being biased. Okay, well, my next character won't be one of my favourite characters, and I won't be biased, but it'll still beat your character. But that defeats the whole point of this game. <laughs> like, we have to pick our favourites. Yeah, we do have to pick our favourites. So. Okay. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, blah. Okay, well, Shakira's the first, uh... Winner. Winner of the um, our, uh, character versus game. Um, yeah, I think that concludes today's episode. Dudes. It does. Happy Solomon's for the win. Um, <laughs> I don't know what our next episode is going to be on. Um, we have not planned that far ahead yet. But um, yeah, we'll be back with you guys soon. Yes, we will. And maybe not as long a wait, depending on if we're both okay yeah no we'll probably have more episodes out than normal to be honest yeah um what was i gonna say if you have any like characters you want to suggest to us to like play with in this game like to kind of verse against and match um you know send us them on uh twitter and tumblr and instagram um let us know if there's any topics you want us to discuss um, I think we're probably going to discuss Doctor Who again soon because we haven't actually discussed the series final. Um, no. That was on a few weeks ago and there's a lot to talk about I watched there. it during a 13-hour shift and I ended up dropping a bunch of, like, bad onions on the floor in a crate in shock because of the finale. It was definitely an interesting one. Um, so, it yeah, we'll probably discuss that at some point. But, yeah, um, I hope yeah. everyone's safe and well and we will see you in the next episode bye bye bye